I'm Mitch. I'm Keith. And this is the Layman's Term Show. The Layman's Term Show, where a couple lay people, not, not clergy, clergy, talk about where life and faith intersect and have some fun conversations. Hey! hey here we go. Season two, baby. Episode two. Deuces. So here's the deal. If you listened to episode one of season two, of season two, and you're now back, there's zero reason for you not to hit that subscribe button. Yeah, you want to. You you liked the first episode, and now you're listening to episode two. You're gonna like this one, so you might as well hit subscribe. Now, if you did not listen to episode one, you need to go ahead and hit subscribe. Yep, and then go back. To season two, episode one. Yeah, because what you're going to want to do is we've got some great new things happening in season two. You uh, you get to meet Grammy. Yes. Um, Grammy has great uh, historical knowledge and wisdom and uh, and spiritual formation advice, along with jokes. Good, clean, solid jokes. jokes. So I can. Are, there, are we creating a new? A new category instead of dad jokes, they're Grammy jokes. Oh yeah, dude, this is great. Because this let, is going to be great. You'll have a joke all week that you can tell people. Yeah, they're far better than a dad joke too. Yeah, they are better than a dad joke. I um I do send my dad jokes to Mitch, uh, quite quite frequently and quite often. He knows what. What? The answer. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, yesterday I sent one I to Mitch know and he, the punch knew, line. he knew the punchline already. It was very disappointing for me. Well, anyway, we're still talking about, we're talking about, um, we're still talking about. Uh, we're in this Lenten season. Yeah, we're talking about followership, following about Jesus. Followership. Um, Jesus is the leader, we're the follower. Yep. Uh, and what that looks like, what that means, um, and how to allow, really basically what it's boiling down to is how do we allow just going to slam that bottle of ice I was over so there. thirsty. Jeez. So thirsty. These microphones are hot. I know. They pick I'm sorry. I should have like muted my microphone. I apologize geez. to everybody in the listening audience. So here's the deal, right? the restroom after here, chugging water like that. Here's the deal. In life, everybody wants you to be a leader. Yes, Keith. Right? Everybody, we have leadership meetings, right? Hey, we're going to have a leadership meeting, right? And everybody's like trying to get you to be a better leader. You need to understand your strengths so that you can become a better leader. You need to do this so you can become a better leader. But never, never once in my entire life has anyone been like, we're going to have a followership meeting. Mm -hmm. Learn how to be a better follower. You know why we don't have those meetings? I don't know. No guy might to lead it. <laughs> Accurate. No, I just I just think the world is pushing you to be a leader. Or right? or or thinking less of yourself if you're not one. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that dude that was like my biggest struggle as uh in my previous employment. You know, I was there for over 20 years and um a leader, leader Oh, you know, yeah. led people. Big air quotes. You know, if you're, if you're um, just listening to the audio. Big, big air quotes. But I mean, at one point, I had um, over 200 people that were under me, right? Like, so my team ranged from eight to 200, you know, throughout my career. And uh, the the leadership meetings to teach you to be a better leader were all the same after a while, right? Like, 
like you'd get a new boss and they'd be like, oh, we're going to do Clifton Strengths. And it's like, all right, well, I've already done this training, right? Or there's like a bunch of different leadership books that just kind of like got recycled around and around and around. Um, and I, I'm going to be honest, I don't think I really learned much from it. There's like a few helpful things that kind of popped up that I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I think for me, it was actually doing it that yeah. I I became better at leading by leading, yeah. right? And so using that in our framework of followership development, I think you become better at following Jesus as you do it. Yeah. And I you think know? I think when you juxtapose like a leadership to followership, mm-hmm. the thing there is followership you the giving up control. Yeah. Giving up control, and I think that is the hardest part of being a follower. Mm-hmm. Um, is giving that authority to someone else to lead you. Yeah, and, and then, but in a way, that, it's freeing. Then, oh, but with that comes um, there's a lot of trust involved. Um, lot of vulnerability yes, true and that's what makes it that's what makes it hard yeah yeah i would i would um i would say it's it's really hard because you know even um you know even even in the world we live in today they talk about peer leader are you a peer leader you know like are you a leader amongst your peers right like you know are you are you helping the person above you are you helping to lead them where they should go it's like what no, they're my boss. They should be leading me, right? Like I should be following them as long as we have a good relationship, right? So I want to know something seriously, seriously though. Tell me somebody that celebrity or person, non-family member as a, as a child or growing up that influenced you. Oh, oh, I just came up with this too. This is not pre thought of this oh was, this okay was, this was All huge right. okay this is the first seven years of my life yeah okay macgyver macgyver oh my oh, god dude macgyver huge, was the jam huge macgyver fan yeah yeah like i see i saw the episodes that's how i can tell you that's how i can tell you stopped running in 1992 um uh dean what was his what was his name uh that actor so good Something Dean. See, I'm not as big a fan as I thought. Well, I was. Obviously, you're not that big of a fan. Well, for me, he'll always be MacGyver. So, do you do you like if you get trapped in a situation? Do you think about like what you have? That's why I have this ink it? pen right here. <laughs> so, if you're trapped in this, yeah, that door, in this show, you can po- get out. the podcast studio. The door shut, but I got this pen. I think we have a paperclip somewhere. Too. If we, I do. I have a paperclip and right a, over here. Uh, rubber band. It's all within arm's reach, buddy. It's all within arm's reach. So, um, yeah, I could get out of here. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I like that, MacGyver. Yeah. Did you ever don't... watch Bear Grylls? A it's wannabe kind of like MacGyver? The, it's kind of like wannabe survival yeah. MacGyver, right? No, they don't let me do breakout rooms. Because <laughs> you actually break out of it. You don't solve the puzzle. No. It's you just, just figure out how to get the door open. Escape. <laughs> That's it. There's an air ventilation chamber. Yeah, I'm through. out. <laughs> I won. Yeah. <laughs> as a little voice in the microphone is, hey, 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 no, hey no, 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 that's not no. part of the game. And then I'm like, sorry, I've got to. 
helicopter waiting for me right outside. <laughs> I got a helicopter. <laughs> I got to drop a explode. Was there always an explosion too? Oh, there were yeah, there were great explosions. It was like always an explosion. But he wasn't usually there. causing this, but he's usually diffusing the explosion. Right, right. And yeah. it got out and then yeah. it exploded. I mean, because I'd... it would have exploded had he stayed. Yeah, and someone yeah. would have got hurt. Yeah. But he saved a lot of people too. That's that's all he did. Yeah, I'm trying to remember because I mean I I remembered watching it. I remember the general context of the show, but he got in trouble too, right? Like it wasn't just him saving people all the time; he had to save himself a few times well, too, right? Murdoch, his arch nemesis, yeah, his arch nemesis, yeah. yeah, would lure him in. I like it. So anyway, boom, that was it, and we should have a whole show on, on MacGyver. I feel like we'd have to watch some MacGyver first to catch catch memorized. me up. <laughs> I got it all memorized. And I haven't watched it. I haven't seen it in 30 years. I know. You should. Here's here's We have started, me and um, my wife have started re-watching old TV shows that no longer exist that we really enjoyed mm-hmm. in the time. Um, and, you know, not, not the, you know, I don't know. There was like a trend during during covid right everybody was at home everybody's watching the streaming services well like this this you know young people were discovering like friends again yeah yeah yeah. right you remember that the whole thing it was like this show's great have you seen this show it's friends and it's like yeah we we watched that as kids like so what one are you on um we we had so we started with x-files yep i love the x-files man love the x-files but it got a little it got a little too scary for for two thirds of the kids, um, I will say this though. Was interesting, Smoky Man in that one. Uh, yeah, we got to like season okay. four, maybe, but it just got a little like you know with with aliens and you know that it was always dark in the show and it was kind of hard to mm-hmm. see and there wasn't really a lot of the humor in it was like adult humor, right? Like yeah. So like, and I don't mean like a like adult humor, but it was like the jokes were based in pop culture from that time. Yeah. So only really adults get the jokes, right? Um, so that it was kind of you know that. Um, but we have started watching again uh, Supernatural, one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, I think we're on like episode see, or season ten of it too. See, you like done. all that unrealistic stuff i'm talking yeah. about macgyver like yeah things that could I, really happen i learned I so like much that. from that thick, i, I thick, like that thick, stuff yeah i should i did like um bear grills i should watch those again uh i really liked um he did this like one-off maybe it was one full episode or maybe it been like two or three episodes but it was like oh it was maybe more than uh, but it was like how to survive in certain situations. Like if you're in a car and your brakes fail and you're going downhill, how to like, you know, if your emergency brake doesn't work, how to like slow your car down by hitting bushes and like, you know, like gently downshift. in the grass, you know, downshift first. Right. So like it was kind of good because it was like real more realistic situations. But he pulls this MacGyver once where he's like, I don't know, it's kind of this like how do you. How do you survive in like kind of a downtown environment if there was some kind of tragedy and you're trying to get through the downtown to get out of it or something, right? Well, there was like a door or something that he couldn't get through. Well, he was like special forces. I don't know if you know much about him, Um, but he was like British special forces. And he's like, oh, we can blow this door open with – and he's like started grabbing some stuff. And then he's like, 
I don't think we can show this on TV. And then it like cut to like blowing up the door because like they couldn't really show how everyday items could like blow a door open on the show. So it was kind of super cool. Huh. Yeah. But not. But but not because you were kind of like, well, wait, what did he use? You know, <laughs> what? Did I, well, I don't know, you know. I didn't know that empty tuna can had an auxiliary purpose. <laughs> yeah, so I, you know, it was kind of it was kind of a fun show, but anyways, so it's like stuff like that. There's a bunch of shows that um, we've watched. Oh, uh, Firefly. See, it's another sci-fi kind of show. It's a great show. It has a huge following. It's only one season. Two, I think. I'm pretty sure it's only one season. One season, and then they did a movie, and it's like one of those pop culture shows that like people are begged for another season but they didn't really do it so they made a they made a movie instead but now all the actors are like super old and they probably couldn't do a season two unless it was like a revamp or something anyway well, that's good stuff so uh should we get into some callers yeah we should we should call some people and ask them about uh their favorite uh influences in life all right let's take uh let's make a call We're calling my Grammy. Good morning. Grammy. Mitchell. Hey. How are you doing? You're on you're on the uh, layman's term show. How's it going? This is my buddy Keith here. Hey, how are you, Grammy? Oh, Mitchell. <laughs> I thought Keith. you'd be at the parade. Oh, I'm not you know, we're not going to the parade. No, definitely not the parade. There's gonna be like a million people down there. At least a million. People. At least a million people. There's there's I nothing know. good from that. I thought I'd try to watch it on see what channel on TV is carrying it, but yeah, that's what we'll watch. Yeah, CBS I think is carrying it. We uh, I put it on for the for the kids. I think it's at eleven. Wonder what about you know twelve thirty is my soap opera. What's well, going to happen then? Well, that's why I called you now. <laughs> well, the parade starts at eleven, maybe. Yeah, I think it's I think it's eleven. It starts. Well, man, it's just okay. ten now, though. Yeah, you got an hour. Plenty of time. You know, after you talked to me about who I followed, I thought. Well, yeah. Well, we here's my even... question. Here's my question. I want you to tell us about it. Um, <laughs> so tell us about your childhood and who you found to be. Um, like not a not a celebrity, but someone you were influenced by, someone you allowed influence <laughs> influence over you that wasn't like a direct family member. Well, you know, I went to a one room schoolhouse and we boarded the teachers. I always had an adult teacher, other than following my mother and my grandmother. There were uh, Miss Mix and Miss Bernice and. Uh, they boarded with us, and I looked up to them, I guess. Um, after you mentioned that, I thought about the movies. I hardly ever went to a movie, but I remember Shirley Temple, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that child star. <laughs> and the teachers that I had were also musical, and that kind of made me lean toward music, which I love, and... Um, my mother and my grandmother, and then I had a favorite aunt that was a teacher and musical, and I don't know, Mitchell. <laughs> well, you're very Somehow. musical and were were like a figure of education. Um, yes. So you have and, 
so you really, I mean, I'd say, I'd say that was probably the, one of the biggest influences on your life then were those yes. influencers. Yes. Be, yeah. Because you, you ended I taught up for 30 years Yeah, <laughs> and then taught and then taught teachers. Yes. And then supervised teachers. Yes, yes, yes. But, uh, I, like I told you yesterday without a television, um, we entertained ourselves and, uh, we had music programs at school and church, and uh, yep, I had adult uh, influences. Close. Yeah, yeah. So there was so me, like with so me like, night and day. Yeah, so like Shirley. <laughs> yeah. So what what was your favorite Shirley Temple movie? <laughs> well, on the good ship, lollipop, whatever that was, she sang that song. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but where would you go? Where would about, you go to a movie? Well, we had free movies in the park, um, free movie show. Or then, of course, when I got older and started dating, we had Roy Rogers and Dale Evans, and Gene Autry. <laughs> you probably don't even recognize those. Oh, names. Yeah. oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's Come classic. <laughs> you know, I know Gene Autry. How much? How Mayfield. much? How much was a movie back then? Oh gosh. A nickel? I don't know. Probably. Back th- in the 30s. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. did have, in the 40s, we did have sound. <laughs> uh, but Did, you, did they call them movies or they call them talkies when they added sound? Picture show, I think. Picture we were going show. to the picture show. Picture show. <laughs> and then the skating rink was on the other corner. And of course, we skated to music and... Oh like my gosh, Grammy Keith here is an <laughs> avid, avid skater. He, oh, yeah, he can skate backwards. Hello? He was so excited Hello? in the Super Bowl when Usher put on roller skates. Oh, it was the best it, show. Oh yes, yes. I, I roller well, skated for go- years and years and years. Around and around in a rink. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I even worked at a roller skating rink. It's my first job. Well, making sure well, all the kids stayed slow. Then in the winter, we put on our ice skates and skated on the ice. Um, but anyway, I got to thinking about who influenced me. And, and, of course, when the teachers boarded with us, we had to give up the best room and move upstairs to the other room <laughs> and be on our best behavior. Well, hey, uh, that... Uh, <clears throat> um, go ahead. <laughs> Well, let's so let's um let's maybe ask you another question. What do you think um in your experience what are some practical ways um that we can cultivate a habit of uh maybe tuning into Jesus's voice amidst all the noise and the distractions of everyday life? Right. Yes. Well, I think if we just uh get outdoors and enjoy the nature and think of the the birds and the wild animals. I was reading the Genesis number one, book one, um, the seasons that come and go, mm-hmm. and um, just realize there's something greater than than uh, you or me that causes all of this. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have one other question for you. Um, you know, this might be a little, um, a little delayed, but 
with uh, with Lent starting up. Anything uh, anything you're giving up? <laughs> you know what I told you about uh, not taking dessert to my Bible study class, and you said I would be influencing, putting my influence on them. I did. I did tell you <laughs> that. Are you, go- are you going with that? You're... <laughs> no, no, no. I changed my mind. <laughs> because really, like taking, like really, I think, um, what what would that be called where you were like, true um self-deprecation would be would be making the dessert and taking it to the bible study and and not eating it it. but you know i'm gonna but i'm gonna tell on you i'm gonna know that that's not you can't actually do that because when grammy makes a dessert (laughs) she always cuts a piece out of it to sample make sure it's good before she takes it anywhere you have to sample yes i did you have to and i even took I even took scotchies and brownies to exercise class yesterday to celebrate the Chiefs and and Valentine's Day and any birthdays, and everybody took a piece as they left exercise class. But, uh, well, then, all right. I'm so going then, to try, Mitchell. So I'm going to try. What do you try? You the sweets? How? What? The sweets? You're going to try the sweets? No, I'm going to try during Lent to be more patient. You know how impatient I am. Mm, yeah. Uh, when we go to the doctor's office and wait and wait, and people are playing on their phones, and I can't see because of my vision, so I get impatient. And uh, we started taking crossword puzzle books, and your mother and I will try to work a crossword puzzle while we're waiting. But I'm going to try, try, try. All right. But you and know, I'll think, what about what ninety-two about years old? Ninety-two years old. Time's going fast for me. I know. So you need to slow down <laughs> and enjoy it. But every minute is precious in this waiting. I'm going to try though. All right. Well, hey, be more patient. Can you? Uh, do you have a joke for us before we go? Yep, I had a joke. All right. Now let me see. What do you know about yoga? Yeah, I've done it. What do you call a yoga pose? That lasts for five years. <laughs> I don't know. I don't what know. is it? A long stretch. A long stretch. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Can you do one of those? Not for five years. Not for five years. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Well, hey, thanks for taking our call, and we'll call you next week. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Well, love you're you. very welcome. Yep, love you back and edit uh, edit some of this stuff. <laughs> you did great. Bye. <laughs> We're calling my buddy Josh. Let's see if he answers this week. Yeah, he didn't answer last week. Let's see if he changed. Did you talk to him about his voicemail? No, I didn't. Your call has been forwarded to voicemail. The person you're trying to reach is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up. Hey, buddy. Hey, Josh. How's it going, man? Uh, You're on the layman's term show, and uh, we're just leaving you a voicemail. So here is your Linton Linton thought for the day to Mm. kick off your Ash Wednesday. Um, We want you to today think on... How does 
your engagement with scripture and community help you maintain focus on Jesus and build a resilience against the competing voices in the attention economy? That's our question for the day. That's a really good question. So what in your what in your um, scriptural life and your relational life can help you uh, lean more into um, giving your attention to God or putting your attention in places God um, would like your attention to be rather mm-hmm. than uh, succumbing to um, the attention of the world. Yeah. So Think anyway, thought for the week. Yeah, Keith. And, uh, while we're leaving him a nice long voicemail, what are your uh, thoughts? Uh yeah. I, I would also. I, I'm curious of what Josh has given up for Lent or doing. I think we keep saying giving up, but like taking on. You can take on yeah. something too. And you know, some people do both, and so some people can do both. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So I really want. I, I want to know two things. One, um, did you pick out the British guy for your voicemail? Yeah, on yeah. purpose. Right. Uh, uh, and then two, what are you giving up for Lent? And if you haven't thought about it, like we're there. Yeah, it's there, man. So gotta gotta get that figured out. Uh, I'm giving up meat. You know, so that's like a that's a big one. Um. Yeah, and Mitch, what do you? Oh yeah. Um. Oh. Aw. Bummer. It's the end of his voicemail. Yeah, I felt like that. That was longer this week. Um, my wife. She's going to be mad if she answers. Hola. Hey, hey, welcome to the Layman's Term Show. Welcome to the show. Oh, Jesus. Yes, that's who we're talking yeah, about We're talking today. about Jesus you today. guessed it. <laughs> so, Shauna, uh-huh. we've recently figured out how to connect a phone and to make it live. So you're live on you're the air. You're live with on the people. air. We're broadcasting oh, this. Well, yep, this is being broadcast at the uh, parade route downtown right now. <laughs> so we we want to talk about followership. Um, you know the the idea of who are you who are you following, um, and we have a question for you. Okay. So who is your favorite childhood celebrity, or someone that you allowed to influence you, other than like a family member? Yeah, like maybe somebody wow. famous, movie star, oh, yeah. uh, TV personality, Ooh, um, our generation's version of Taylor Swift. Are you are you, are not, you setting up sure. lunch right now at work? Are you, are you uh, in the kitchen? N- no, no. Oh, oh it sounds like you're in the kitchen. You don't have anybody no. that influenced you as a kid. I I I know your I know your grandma did, but we can't talk about that. That's a family yeah. member. Yeah. Nobody I famous. I mean, we didn't do a lot of like TV and stuff, so I didn't really know any of the watch famous people. DiCaprio from you Titanic. Watch, did you ever watch Blossom? No. That was a good show. Twister. Saved by the Bell. <laughs> um, Twister, yes, but that's not fair. It's like. Uh- Twister definitely influenced her. Really? Oh yeah. They're making a new one. I saw a commercial. I, I know for the Super Bowl. It was oh. like that was like her oh. best part of the Super Bowl. My gosh, it was the best part of the Super Bowl. It was it was exciting. I'm just worried it's gonna be the same movie. Oh, it is. It's no, it's not. No, except it's, there's two it's twisters. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> twisters. <laughs> so Shauna's love 
uh, for all things bad weather came from Twister. Yeah. Yeah. Like obsessed. All right. Well, what, um, so we, we were talking about being influenced and what, and so we can follow, follow others and we're practicing kind of cultivating that followership. And as that applies to Christianity and our followership of Jesus, kind of practicing that way of Jesus, um, do you have any advice for, um, or any practices you've used in your own personal life on um, habits of tuning into or maybe uh, putting yourself in a position to be influenced by the voice of Jesus or the life of and the practices of Jesus? I mean, every every night at dinner, as a family, we pray and are thankful, and it's just it's just something we do to get closer to God and be with Him at that point. That. All right. Well, I need a hot take from you. We had another caller that oh, said um, that said if if there's not meat at the meal, you don't even need to pray. <laughs> um, hot take. Give me your opi- give me your opinion on that. Do, so do you agree? I don't think it matters what's on the table. <laughs> You should pray before a meal. I it doesn't matter what's on the table. I think you should still be thankful for what's on. Yeah, the table. I think there. I think there. Uh, the splitting of hairs was um, without without the meat product present. They didn't classify it's just it a as, snack. A, as a meal. <laughs> it's just a snack. Well, <laughs> it, it definitely depends on who you speak to for sure. But sometimes we snack for dinner we have charcuterie mm. boards and there's not meat on it so well, i mean does that still count as a dinner sometimes there's sausage on it yeah oh and... yeah there's i've seen i've seen pictures of your charcuterie boards there's lovely meat roses mm, meat roses <laughs> um what do you uh we have, and we haven't talked about this what are you giving up for lent today's the first day of lent what are you giving up or doing yeah right? it can't be something you know. you've already you've already partook in today <laughs> I don't know if that's okay. appropriate to speak on the show about. Oh, I, I right, it can be personal. I, I did. I did. We did talk about um, the year that you gave up saying no to the kids and how oh it took gosh. like halfway through Lent for me to realize what the heck was going on because you weren't you weren't saying no to them. You were dodging it, but not saying no. And I'm like, what is going on? Yes. I thought that was classic. Was, were you practicing was, politics? Like, do you run for no. office at the end of Lent? <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> Nobody can handle that. Well, all right. Well, um, before we let you go, we have uh, um, we have a joke for you. Uh-oh. Okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? A doorbell repairman. Because <laughs> he had to knock. <laughs> you should have told a Grammy's joke. I know, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to. She's gonna have to listen to the show to hear Grammy's joke. Oh yeah, Grammy had a good joke. All right. All right. Well, have fun at work. Thanks. Right. You too. Love you. That, right. you. That's what you get for answering the phone. Yep. I told Love you. you. Tell to. your friends we says hi. <laughs> <All right>. Bye. <laughs>